To set this gospel in context, we hear at the very beginning that it is getting close to the Passover feast. This would be the third Passover of Jesus' public ministry. That the end and fulfillment is very near. And so we hear at the very beginning that some Greeks who had come to worship, because some of the Greeks had left their pagan gods and joined the Jewish faith. Well, they showed up in Jerusalem for this Passover feast. And no doubt, they've heard things about Jesus. They've no doubt heard about the miracles that he has performed. And they no doubt have heard how some totally believe that he is the Christ, the Son of God, while others others are outright rejecting him, trying to arrest him, wanting to put him to death. So we hear how these Greeks want to see Jesus. So they go to Philip, who goes to Andrew, and they bring these Greeks to Jesus. And then we hear no more. We hear no more of, did they believe or did they not? What they heard after they saw Jesus was how they are called to be disciples. That a disciple puts others first. That a disciple puts God first. That a disciple is like a grain of wheat. That the grain of wheat dies when it's put into the ground. But when nourished with water and sunlight and nutrients, it grows, it resurrects, and it produces much fruit. Jesus was saying that he will die, that he will be put in the ground, and he will sprout like that single grain of wheat to produce fruit for God's kingdom. He laid this out for a condition of discipleship. Did those Greeks come to belief? Or did they go away unbelieving? I can remember several years ago, I had one of those days where I just didn't want to do one more thing. But at the end of the day, I had a healing mass on my schedule at the Spiritual Center in Maria Stein. And I showed up there exhausted. I showed up there not wanting to be there. But God taught me a lesson. After I got my vestments on, I was in the gathering space to the chapel there. And I heard a little boy's voice in the dining room. I heard him talking with his grandfather. And I could tell this little boy was just exuberant and overjoyed. And I could tell that the grandfather had taken him in there to try to quiet him down, to get him ready for Mass so that he wouldn't be disruptive. And so I walked in there, and the little boy said when he saw me, we're going to see Jesus. I said, yes, we are. He goes, Jesus is coming. Yes, he is. There I was, not wanting to be there, because I was tired. I was worn out. But that little boy taught me that every time that I show up for Mass, that I need to have that childlike joy in my heart 
that we've come here to see Jesus. That Jesus is coming to us and will be present sacramentally on this altar. I must say, it brought me to tears to learn that lesson from that little child. To never ever enter into Mass without fully realizing what is happening. That here heaven and earth intersect. That we bring forth simple bread and wine. And that our Lord in His humility allows us to receive what He transforms into Himself. His body, His blood, His soul, and divinity. That He allows us sinners that we are to take Him into our bodies, our souls. That He desires for us to share in His fullness of life. He wants to transform us into Christ for the world. So we come here not to just see Jesus, but we come here to be Jesus for our family, for our friends, for our co-workers, for those who will never know Jesus except through you and through me. That when Jesus laid out the way of discipleship, he laid out self-sacrifice. He laid out who we truly are called to be. Servants. In a world caught up in self-centeredness and selfishness, our world doesn't understand self-discipline, self-restraint, self-sacrifice. But that is the way of Jesus. And that is the way of a Christian. One who says that he or she is a disciple of Jesus Christ. So as we go through these next couple weeks, this next week of Lent, and then as we enter into Holy Week, may we remember this gospel. That we are called to die to self and to rise in Christ. Not for our own individual glory, but for the glory of God.